support our coverage with a free account on Privacy, the service that keeps you protected when shopping online. Get $5 to try it now by using promo code QZZ2J. And uh, I don't see your name up here. I'm sorry. Sorry, I'm, I'm Louis. Louis Matignon. Louis, how are you? I'm Don Bain. Very Bain. good, very nice good to, to meet, meet you. you then. And your company is? Perfect Memory. Perfect Memory. I could remember that one. Perfect Memory. Wow. <laughs> That's going to be one of the easier, easier ones for me to remember. Yeah. Tell us what you do. So basically, uh, perfect memory is meant to be a well of knowledge. So okay. what we do, we work with organization in order to generate easily accessible, mission-critical knowledge you know, for all their staff and partners. So it's easier for them okay. to deliver their day-to-day activities. So basically, we make sure that we've, de we've developed what we call knowledge operating system, right. which is meant to go and fetch knowledge everywhere within the company and fetch it into one single context. So it's corporate knowledge. Yes, absolutely. Okay. How, how, do you build, how do you build corporate knowledge based on all the different pouches and silos of information and data that are scattered across the organization, bringing it to one single context that everyone is familiar with? Now, is that technical information or is it historical information? Everything. It's can be all information. Operational information. It can be, if I take AI, you know, face recognition. It can be, um, I don't know, descriptions, scripts. Formulas. Exactly, formulas, it can be scripts, you know, from a movie, it can be characters, it can be, you know, uh, the shots, the rushes. So you're creating a basic database, all-inclusive. Oh, yes, information, knowledge, deliver the knowledge. The point is, how do you make it retrievable and how do you make it easily for everyone to access this knowledge? So okay. I'm a journalist, I want to search, you know, the small 10 seconds where LeBron James is celebrating something, he's very happy, he's playing in his iconic yellow jersey, you know, how can I very quickly search LeBron James, yellow jersey, you know, happy, and then have all the different segments where all those different uh, tags are actually uh, matched in order to create my story. The point is, you know, for journalists, for media, I want to create a better story out of 200, 2,000 hours, but, you know, it takes a lot of time just to find the right rush. That's interesting. Now that I'm thinking about it, there really is no directory with, with any company that you can get all that knowledge. You'd have to sit down and Go through their library or try to extract whatever exactly. piece you're interested. That could take forever. That could take forever. And the point is, how do you bring, you know, all the information is related to the Russians. How do you gather this information? So we connect, you know, to all the ecosystems. Our platform is what you call a knowledge operating system, which means it has many different tools. And one of the tools is to connect to all the different sources of information. So that can be AI, that can be, you know, an external database, it can be... Um, internal database, you know, different data sources. So it's your it's your software that connects to the external sources of of uh, information. Exactly. Okay. What about stuff that's not documented in books? How what do you, how do you get it if things are in writing? How, how? So structured, unstructured data, no problem. Really? Yeah. We 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 orchestrate. We have workflow engine. What we call workflow engine. The whole point is how do you make sure that the right AI processes are applied to the right. Uh, to the right stuff. For example, written documents, you have, to, you have to know it's a written document. You have to apply the right process because it's not the same as videos, for example. You're not going to apply face recognition, you know, for NASCAR, for example, because you have a helmet. So, therefore, you know, it's pointless. But the po how do you orchestrate the right workflows, the right AI engine, the right sources of information, the right sources of data to bring everything into one context that everyone in the company so understands. who's your customer? Why are you here at CES? What are you trying to achieve here? So contacts? Today we, today, today we work with a lot of sports organizations, you know, soccer in Europe, NASCAR in the US, and, and, every, and everything. We work with big media companies. 
we work with telecommunication companies. So we are here at CES in order to meet, you know, executives from large media, from large companies in the U.S. mainly. Uh, yeah. Now, how do you go about if someone were to hire your company? How do you go about ascertaining all that stuff? That's a lot of. Well, you know, you you have a build phase which takes you know between six weeks and six months okay. time, and then where we work to get together with our customers to understand what they need, what is their biggest pain. We come to a customer and we say, "What give give us your three biggest pain when it comes to, you know, accessing knowledge?" Right. And what why do you need to fluidify the knowledge? You know, what value will the fluidification of knowledge sharing bring? Okay. Now. Who, who would have access to that information? That's a pretty powerful thing when that's done. Absolutely. And there's got to be some security issues with it. There has to be. So, the, uh, what, as I said earlier, you know, it's knowledge operating system toolbox. You have security, obviously, layers in there. You have rights of access, so I okay. can limit the access to it. But usually our customers provide access to their internal staff, some of the external stakeholders. You know, I'm a media company. I produce stuff. I want to sell it online, so I can I can give provide a wide access with limited rights to all my different content library. Was you know if I'm a telco, I have very sensitive information about my contract, about my customers, birth date, you know address. I limit this information. I choose which information I expose to who, in the company or outside the company. Does this product exist now in any form? I've never heard of it no. before. No, no, no. We 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 probably the only one. As, as far as we've scattered, yeah, right, as, far as, you know. as far as we know, we're the only company in the world delivering such extent. You know, we've, deliver, we've it's developed an interesting something very idea. unique. Very fascinating idea. Hmm. What a powerful tool that must be at the end of the day to have all that. It's amazing. I mean, you take a company like, uh, I don't know, Edison or whatever, uh, General Electric, uh, NASA. You know, you know the, the, the point is, we live today in a, in a, in a world where you know, the brain is not wired in order to deal with the amount of information we have at our fingertips. Henceforth and, AI. And, henceforth AI and henceforth. But it's not even a matter of AI. It's how do you help the brain to process and access this information much easier by, you know, structuring it for it and then providing better access. But you're using AI to, yeah, to facilitate that. Absolutely. So AI is a source of, AI is a source of information, uh, but just one of others. But then you have, you know, to do the map reduce. That's still a lot of information. How do you make it so that it's useful in the process? How do you bring AI to the at the table of the operations? And how do you bring you know all those information that's scattered everywhere? I mean the internet, the social media, oh, all it's those endless. stuff. It's endless. endless. And in fact, you know, when we when uh, Steny, my uh, the founder, started the company, what he realized is <laughs> there's a prosthesis for every every member of the of the body except the brain. The yeah. brain is the only organ in the world that doesn't that in, in the in the body, sorry, not in the world, that doesn't have that doesn't have a prosthesis to help it functioning. You know, yeah. when you think about the arm, you can have cranes. You know that You're help right. replace our, our arm. Well, you do now artificial intelligence. Exactly. There it is. Exactly. All right. Thank you so much for being here. Absolutely. Thanks very much. Fascinating. Very good to meet fascinating. you. Fascinating. I, I I wish you uh, tremendous luck and keep in touch with us. I'd love to know how this works out. Excellent. Fascinating. Good luck. Thanks. Good luck to you. Thanks very much, John. Thank Have you. a good day. Take your head. Thank you. The Tech Podcast Network CES 2024 coverage is executive produced by Michelle Mendez. Technical directors are Kurt Corliss and Adam Barker. Associate producers are Nancy Ertz, Clinton Millsap, Sergio Velasquez, and Terry Willingham. Voiceover by Aaron Hurst. Our hosts are Marlo Anderson, Don Bain, Todd Cochran, 
Scott Ertz, and Christopher Jordan. Studio and equipment are provided by Plug Hits Productions. This has been a Tech Podcast Network broadcast, copyright 2024.